Sit back, turn the ship over to your covers and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. Oh seven commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win. Oh seven commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Absolutely. I think I first stumbled upon um, Exorcist's work um, on Twitter. Yep. Yep. That's the same for me. Same for me. It was a... The Elite Dangerous Twitter is a wonderful, wonderful place. Um, if If you don't associate with the elite dangerous twitter um do but only bring your best self because they're wonderful people (laughs) yeah yep they are they are really good people and uh the um spvfa uh is probably one of the more well-known elite organizations out there Mm. um i would i would think I would think they're, they they tend to they get around. You will see them in lots of different areas yeah. and lots of different places. And Commander Exorcist is a, a huge part absolutely, of that. Absolutely, absolutely, um, he is. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not as familiar with um, SPVFA in anything other than name, um, really, because I don't do Facebook very often, and I know that they're predominantly on Facebook. Um, I know they they yeah they, tweet, they have a heavy they Facebook tweet a lot, presence. A, a fair true. amount. I follow I follow the Twitter. I follow um, various um, Spiver commanders um, um, along the lines, and there's no denying how um, how good their work is. Um, yep, Commander Exorcist's work. I just, I just love what he does, man. Yeah, there's a couple of commanders yeah. who are right up there for me, and um, Exorcist is one of those. Yep, he's one, he's one of those people that I have all notifications for Twitter turned on because I don't want to miss anything. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, I know for an absolute fact that I haven't really had prob- a huge amount of one-to-one interaction with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So. That well, one to one, two to one, even in this instance. Yeah, but that I'm really instance. looking forward to as well. Me too. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to talk to him and to hear kind of more about because I don't really know anything about him as a, as a commander other than he takes amazing freaking photographs in game. Yeah, 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 and that's what makes this. That's what makes flight assist so. Um, so lovely is we get to find out about these people that we know in we we know them with one hat on right. one elite dangerous right. hat but we get to we get to find out about their other hats and mm-hmm. everything like the stuff that makes them tick and their story and we've said it before and we'll probably say it again even on this series um every Every time we go to speak to someone, we're like, oh, maybe this is going to get old. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's a, something else that we need to do or something. Uh, we need to look at different avenues. But it, it I never get bored yeah. of talking to people and finding out more about them. 
Yep. I always find out something that I either have in common or something that in our background is similar or something that I had no clue even existed in the world. Mm. And I've been exposed to something really cool and really new. So I'm interested to see where Commander Exorcist will fall on that spectrum. Welcome in Commander Exorcist. I'm super excited to get to talk to you. I don't think I, I never get to interact with you outside of the occasional passing comment in a chat room somewhere. Um, <laughs> like uh, here and there on a Twitter comment is like the closest we get to hanging out. So it's it's good to get to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Good evening, campers. I mean, commanders. <laughs> Oh, seven, you guys. It is great to be here. It's so good to have you here. It really is. Um, I'm, it's, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. I'm blushing. um, Just like a little bit, you know, when you meet someone or when you talk to someone who you know is infinitely more talented than you are. Oh, good grief. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, good grief. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds that sounds excellent to me. <laughs> for anyone nice. who for anyone who doesn't know who you are, could you do us a huge favor and tell us a little bit about yourself? So basics like your commander name, um, where you create your elite dangerous content and how, how long you've been playing. Okay, yeah, sure. So um my name is Commander Exorcist. I have been playing Elite since Early 3304, so roughly 2018 is when I started. Um, primarily, my content is published on Twitter. So I try to do content at least three times a week on Twitter, something new uh, published each day or three times a week. And then I have a YouTube channel, which is uh, was started out kind of as a small side gig, but is slowly transforming into uh, one of my primary mediums. What was it about Elite that was like, I want to play that game? Yeah. Well, okay. So um, I haven't told my story to a lot of folks, but um, for for me, getting into Elite uh, starts with a divorce. Uh, so I had to get divorced before I could uh, play Elite. Right. And I actually, uh, my I got a divorce and I ended up moving into a new home and I had literally nothing. And um, wow. basically had... A mattress on the floor, a pillow, and my Xbox. <laughs> and so <laughs> one day I was bored and I was just browsing the Xbox store. And I was like, you know, I really miss playing things like uh, X-Wing mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. uh, Star Lancer, Wing Commander. I really loved those games. And I just had kind of a craving. It's like, I need something with space. And Elite was in the, uh, was in the Xbox store. And um, I actually watched it on Twitch to see okay. i was like is this something i'd want to play and i bought it and because i did research because i was kind of broke so you know 30 dollars is not yeah. is a that's a solid investment <laughs> for that's somebody really for somebody yeah. when you have no money that's you, a lot of exactly money. Yeah. it's it really is something you gotta consider um so i bought it and i absolutely hated it uh <laughs> it i was so bored i'm like what is this i'm like okay here's another mission here's another mission and um, so I put it away for a month or so, and then I went back to it. And to be honest, what hooked me was an expedition. I ah. saw an expedition from Radio Sidewinder, 
And oh. there was this uh, commander. He uh, he still makes YouTube videos occasionally, but his name is Captain Schumer. And he did this YouTube series called Strange Worlds. And he visited some uh, neutron stars, some geyser locations. And this was like old elite, like right with right shortly after Horizons had been out for a while. There was no simple way to scan planets and find locations. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, but he had all these really weird locations that visited. So what these guys in Radio Sidewinder did was they created an expedition to visit these locations based on his YouTube series. And it ended up in Colonia. And so oh. I was like, well, I'll, I joined up. I joined up these guys on Discord. And there was a moment where it hit me that, you know, like when you play like Wing Commander or some of the older games, the stars in the background, those stars are fake. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not real. You, in Elite, if you see a star in the sky, you can go there. And yeah. there was, there was like a moment where I was like, oh man, this thing is, this is awesome. Like I can go anywhere. I can be anybody. And yeah. once I actually realized the true scope of the game and what was possible, oh man, I fell in love. Like <laughs> I'd sit at work uh, and yeah. just dream about, I'm like, can't wait to get back behind the stick and go fly. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. so we flew to Colonia and um, I started taking pictures along the way. And that expedition and those guys, I 100% credit for my, uh, my love of the game. They taught me everything that basically everything that I know today. And um, it was nice. really something to see the galaxy change around me. I'm like, this is just phenomenal. Like, if you play, I come from a world of Battlefield. I played a lot of Battlefield and Call of Duty. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I go from a 200 yard map roughly to a whole galaxy. <laughs> this is uh, this is thirty <laughs> bucks. This is quite a yeah. this is quite a deal. <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, it was uh, I it was Radio Sidewinder that um that got me started. So. Out of curiosity, what was it about when you first when you first looked at the game and were like, "Oh, absolutely not"? What what was it about it that was kind of like, kind of made you made you like stop short a little bit before you you jumped in? So I ended up in a um, it was in Avalon, a star system in the Empire, mm -hmm. and I was just running missions, and right. I really didn't understand kind of the scope of the game. And I just got bored. Gotcha. Like, okay, okay. This is like the missions are sense. fun yeah. for a while, but after you've scanned the 400th, uh, freaking <laughs> thing on the ground and you get, I get shot at the same way over. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm good with this. Like I've had enough. <laughs> um, which is where I learned that, uh, missions and that kind of stuff just wasn't my forte. Uh, right. And I and I think part of it was learning that it's like I, I I'm an explorer. I like to look and take pictures and try out new things. So uh, I think that was part of it. But I just felt confined. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Because um, at the time yeah. there was no tutorial. Yeah, game did yeah. not hold your hand <laughs> they, at all in the slightest. They legitimately give you a <laughs> ship and say go. Like, okay, go where? Yeah. Do what? They they pin a thousand credits to your collar and wish you the best of luck as they pat your <laughs> rear on the way out the door. Exactly. <laughs> and some games, you know, you can name your ship. So you name, you give your ship a name and as you progress, that stays with you. Well, I named yeah. my Sidewinder and then I bought another ship and I'm like, well, what happened to the name? Like I, I yeah. didn't understand the dynamics. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is an actual separate vehicle yeah. that, that needs to be configured and named and stickered and, it yep. was just, it was great. Once I figured it out, I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, Speaking nice. Speaking of names, 
What's what's the story behind Commander Exorcist? Oh boy. <laughs> so uh you may or may not believe this. Uh a lot of people create names for fun. I created a name that is who I actually am. So uh the Catholic Church does exorcisms, or at least they have a ritual for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we call it the Roman ritual. But in the Protestant world, it's called deliverance ministry. But right. it's basically the same thing. Uh, dealing with oppressed peoples and oppressed spirits and those kind of things. And uh, yours truly is an ordained minister with training and experience in deliverance ministry. And so really, um, I went to seminary, have a master's of divinity and theology. So uh, that's a big part of my life. And right. when I needed a gamer tag, I'm like, hmm, Das Exorcist sounds good. I shall exercise your soul on the battlefield. <laughs> and uh, and over time, I shortened it. It just became Exorcist. So this is uh, right. it actually is kind of who I am. <laughs> so, that's uh, really cool. So yeah, that could, be, that could be my favorite commander name origin story that I've heard in three seasons of this podcast. You didn't hear me respond because um, uh, I've had to cut out the sound of my jaw just hitting the table. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. Uh, some people know it. I've I've talked about. I'll talk yeah. about it mm-hmm. if people are interested. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is the real deal. So uh, I have done similar things. I've done deliverance ministry. I've helped people who have spiritual oppression and I've seen them be healed and, and, and be well. And so it's a, um, it's a big part, but yeah, so it, it, it comes from the truth of something that I actually have done in my past. God, That's really cool. All different types of people play elite. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. They really yeah. do. It, it's it's interesting to me, like the diversity of players and backgrounds, right? Of mm. those of us who choose to be commanders, and then it's also interesting at the number of overlaps there are between these groups that seem to be completely disparate and far flung. And you're like, oh, that person over there, well, you know, they joined because they're and they joined because of this. And then you find out, Oh, you were both in the military or you're yeah. both ordained priest or you're both like, it's so weird that there, there do happen to be parallels, you mm. know, in our, in our real lives between, you know, and the people who stick around with the game seem to have the same sort of, you know, sensibilities and mentalities and stuff like that. So that's, Absolutely. that's always interesting. Yeah, I totally agree. There's some, um, the, uh, I just, you can find any almost any kind of person <laughs> playing elite. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there are grandparents and parents, and there are yep. kids out there playing. And yep, I mean, they're spiritual and non spiritual, but we all have like yep. this common thing. Like we have a common love. Yep. And At the very least, that you both love being a commander, right? Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you paired yourself up with anybody else in the game, you both like flying a spaceship. You both like being a commander, and then you may find some other things that you have in common. Mm. Exactly. And really I, cool. I found that what I like is when I meet a commander who has like a completely different interest than me, but I have a life experience that kind of makes me understand why. Uh, like you talk about yeah. the, mil- the military, I'm prior military. Yeah. And 
I see, I have friends that are uh, combat freaks. That's what they do. Right. They're, they right. blow they blow up anything in front of them. And <laughs> yep. I'm like, you know, have at it, man. I understand the desire. I get it. Right. But, you right. Know, and, and, you know, if you need prayer, I'm with you, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we all come together and it's, uh, yeah. it's really nice. It's a nice community. Yeah. Um, so do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction when you play? So yes, my primary faction is the stellar photography, videography, and fan art SPVFA. Those are never my heard of them. never no, heard no, of them. No, no, so, no, they so, so they're this, they're this really low tier, um, <laughs> low effort. Uh, <laughs> so S- where, uh, just in case somebody bit. hasn't heard of them. <laughs> so, they? so this they is, do? so for the one commander out there who hasn't heard mm-hmm. of SPVFA, he just uh, bought the game today. Okay. Like, so you, that's yeah. Yeah. You just bought the game and you managed to find a podcast about it. Congratulations. <laughs> and welcome aboard. Um, I know, no, 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 no. I know non-players who listen to this podcast. Oh, so. good. <laughs> so if your non-players like taking photos and videos of space, SPVFA is where it's at. Um, so we're a Facebook group and um, I actually got lucky. I joined SPVFA um, just kind of randomly right after I started the game. And I played probably two or three months and I got picked up to be a moderator, one of the team members. And I have just over time, I'm now I'm a senior administrator for the group and we have a squadron and we're on multiple platforms. And, you know, we try to promote art from everybody. I mean, there is so much great creativity in this community. And, you know, um, SPIFA at SPVFA, we, uh, we aim to promote that. And we want to encourage that. We offer um, opportunities. So we get folks that come in and, you know, they say, hey, I really like this picture. And it's like, well, you know, here's how to take it. Here's some things that you can do to kind of enhance what you do. So, um, but SPVFA is my primary alignment. Um, Those are my guys. Nice. Makes sense. I have alternate alignment. I am uh, also committed to the burr pit. Oh, well, as I well mean, you should who be. Isn't, I'm, who I, isn't I, in this day and age? I have a to those big heart for the beings. Burr Pit, who are lovely, yeah. lovely people. Agreed, same, agreed. Same, but you'll never hear me say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've. That's what's really great about Elite. I mean, you got people like like the Burr Pit that are willing to take people like me in. I mean, just <laughs> we're good. <laughs> They're, they're good people. They're good people. Um, talking um, not only not only just about when you're when you're doing your amazing videography and your photography within um, within the game, um, but um, sort of all around as you're playing the game, are there any resources that you go? Yes, I use that almost every day. What sort of resources do you rely on when you're playing? So. Um... When I'm doing my exploration, uh, there's not many resources. I try right. to I try to treat an exploration trip like the real deal. Um, if I was out in space, away from uh, civilization, I wouldn't have access to a lot of tools. I mean, we're talking about things that are thousands and thousands of light years away, and so it's just kind of flying blind. Um, I chart a path and I go straight and see what's there. Um, I have done a little bit of mining and a little bit of combat. And so I use some of the different tools that are available out there. Um, Roads to Riches, there's a couple of different versions of that out there. And those are great for finding mining locations. So some of those tools that I use, um, the, there's um, just 
such a huge selection of tools that are available out there they for this, all, for this yeah. game. Um, stuff yeah. that pulls real-time data from the game. I mean, that was something mm-hmm. that once I realized that really kind of hooked me on a lead, like, man, like this community is no joke. Like they don't play around. There's, I can get stock prices and all kinds of cool <laughs> stuff, stuff from this random right. website. So, yeah. um, so yeah, when I'm, when I'm not doing specific photography, no, it's, um, it's really just point to a star and go. <laughs> yeah. I, so, as kind of a follow-up to, to that, are the, what do you, what sort of programs or workflow do you use when it comes to taking photos or taking videos in game? So right now I'm, uh, I'm in between a kind of, um, having an affair on my Xbox with my PC. So, uh, I'm primarily an Xbox gamer. Um, up until the release of Odyssey, everything I did was on Xbox. And once Odyssey hits Xbox, I'll be going back to it. So, um, right. But so that was my primary workflow before Um, Mm -hmm. I moved to PC once Odyssey hit. And so um, I have a Radeon card in my machine, which works really well. And it comes with uh, a really nice capture software and um, which is really neat. The the game, the gaming cards now come with a lot of stuff for streaming and capture and built in that takes advantage of some of the graphical capabilities. So um, I use that. Right now, primarily for photos, I've got Photoshop for um, usually mainly for increasing the lighting because there's some really dark places. Yeah. Uh, And on Xbox especially, very rarely does a picture come out like it looks on the screen. It comes out darker um, because the Xbox has some kind of standard visual setting. And so there's usually a little bit of light boost that needs to be done. Um, with that. So for photos, yeah. usually Photoshop, maybe a little boost in Lightroom, but not much. Um, the game does a yeah. lot of work on its own <laughs> to be beautiful. So yeah. Yeah. it really, yeah, does, it really, really does. doesn't need much work. So um, that's good to know. It's it's good to know that that I I stumbled upon the correct thing. I pretty much pull a screenshot into Photoshop and then I'll hit the curves or the levels. And yep. that's usually it. That's it. That, usually in a, um, auto contrast or something and it's, yep. and boom, it's done. Indeed. Yep. Sometimes that's it gets a little overzealous, um, but yeah, <laughs> you can mess with it, but yeah, you can go back. That's why there's undo. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so lost. just trying to increase the levels of magenta that I'm in anything. Just make yes. it a little yes. bit more pink. Um, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. What do you use as far as your controls are concerned? I know so, with the Xbox, you're probably limited, but. So um, I tried to be a real PC commander when I switched, but I just couldn't do it. So I uh, used a spare Xbox controller <laughs> hooked up to my nice. PC. And so I mapped. Um, there are There's mapping, uh, key, key mappings out there available that will make your controller function just like an Xbox. And so I have my controls set up. I use an Xbox controller for everything. So my photography, my, my video, all that is done by hand controller. That's that. It, that's always really. I we 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 spoken to a fair few um uh videographers and and that kind of thing. And um, I think controller is now sort of slightly picking yeah. the hotel side. For yeah, especially for uh, content creators that are doing videos and photos and stuff like mm. that. That seems to be the way to go. 
It really is. And for me, I had a HOTAS for a while. Um, it was a victim of the the dreaded drift. But right. for me, if I had a HOTAS set up, I had to like kind of move keyboards and move everything around because um, mm-hmm. I'm not set up specifically for that every day. Um, yeah. right. With a controller, I can just reach over here, fire up Elite, take some pictures, and I'm done. I can do an entire session in probably 20 minutes and have something. So it saves kind of the setup in the room. And plus, uh, it just feels more natural. A lot of us spend time playing video games. So switching from uh, you know one game to another, say from Monster Hunter yeah. over to Elite, I, I'm not playing the other games with a HOTAS. So it takes a little bit more getting used to. Fair enough. Hey, World of Warcraft is just not as enjoyable with a stick and throttle. I, I can't as imagine. With, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine that it would be. <laughs> I haven't tried Skyrim with a with a Hotas. Maybe that's something I should try. I, I'll tell you right now that like games like Warzone and Counter Strike and Overwatch definitely aren't definitely aren't as good with a with a Hotas as well. I don't even. I good don't to know. Even, good to know. I don't even think I could try. Maybe Diva. Maybe Diva would allow for it with a um with a Hotas, but it would be janky as heck. Yeah. You know there's somebody weird. out there who's like the world champion at Counter-Strike with a Hotas. Like somebody oh, Who do we who, who was it that we talked to? Dance Revolution. <laughs> yeah. With the Hotas. There, there's there's uh one of one of the people who's a regular in our community and I can't remember cuz this was like a year ago that that he brought this up and he's he flew from the bubble to Colonia with a Guitar Hero controller. I remember mm-hmm. that. I remember. Okay. I can't remember who that was, but yes, like, some insane individual. They since stopped playing Elite Danger. I, I hope they got the help they needed. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's madness! I love it. Just just Crazy. when you think you've heard it all, like Elite yeah. comes up with something new. It's like, yep, yep. How would you, how? There's always a way. It's like his brain is trying to wrap around the logistics of now. Wait a minute. How no, do you I'm fried. like? I'm fried. It's far too late for me. I'm <laughs> no idea. There's always um, a way. Yep. <laughs> yep. Indeed. So I think I know the answer to this, but what would you say is your forte in Elite Dangerous? What are you best at? Um, photography. That's there we my, go. Yep. That's my Whoa. thing. I, I know that this is a surprise. Out of nowhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a surprise to people, but, um, photography is my, at least it's my passion, whether yeah. I'm good yeah. at it or not is debatable. I but, mean, um, you have no people, um, right here, right here, right now. These two people are in all of the stuff that you can do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate yeah, it. A- I, select few people who can really capture that it's it's easy to play elite and see how beautiful and how all the like breathtaking it is it's difficult to get a photograph or a video that can impart that to somebody who doesn't play and you do that really really well mm-hmm. well thank you like that's it's it's it really is i really do think it takes a special skill set to be able to take photos like that. Like there, they could easily, there's a hand. I could probably count on one hand, the number of people that frontier could choose to have a stellar screenshot every week. Um, and you would definitely be on that list. Yeah, you're, you're, I would, I would concur that that is your forte in game. If you had said anything else, I probably would have 
<laughs> felt the need to correct you. Yeah, if I just said combat or something, we, we would have fallen off my like, chair. I would have, yeah. Like, yeah, who are you? Been a loud thump, and then it would have been like, okay, we're stopping the podcast and hopping into the game right now so that we can go do combat. Show me I your credentials. If, if you're that good at photo and that's not what you're best at, I need to see what you're best at. <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume the way that you talk about um, photography in game as well. It is also what you enjoy doing the most. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, I'm always on the lookout for something uh, to photograph. I don't think I, I'd say it's been very rare that I fired up the game that I didn't take at least one photo. Um, yeah, I started out with a small, small collection of. Uh, of stuff, and I currently have about 300 gigs worth of um, photos and videos. And wow, I have, I have a my own kind of elite external setup yeah. for for handling this stuff because there's just it's amazing. And you know, I was really impressed because there are times like I would land on a planet and say it's daytime, and then I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up the next day and log in and it's nighttime and there's some massive ring giant coming up. I'm like, oh man, I don't even have to move. I'm just going to point yeah. the camera and shoot. So yeah. like I said, the game, the game does a lot of it for me. Um, one of the things that's a challenge that I've, I feel like I've gotten better over the years is scale. Is trying to, oh, yeah. trying to show the scale, like the small, the SRV to a person may seem big, but to the galaxy, it's really tiny. Yeah. And I'm trying to capture more and more of that of like on a, on an expedition out in the middle of nowhere, this tiny little SRV uh, amidst the, yeah. uh, the greater galaxy. So that's something I've, I've been working on. I feel like Odyssey has taken some steps to be able to fully convey scale just that little bit better like uh um a human person standing on a corvette is it's now tangible within the within the world sort of the size of human to corvette and then you think okay so human to corvette to corvette to planet things like that um yeah at least for, at least for me i feel like being able to step out of your ship has conveyed that sense of scale an awful lot better but capturing it is another yeah. thing entirely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the uh, things that I, I address this on, on discord with some friends because, you know, there were some comments where people felt like, you know, an iron had been taken to the galaxy and the, there weren't these tall, tall, majestic mountains anymore. But the reality right. is a lot of what horizons was presenting was extremely exaggerated. Um, right. Yeah. Right. It's, it was beautiful to have a planet filled with 30 kilometer high mountains, but realistic. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. But now if you, the mountains may seem smaller, but if you step out of your ship, they are enormous and they're realistic yeah. enormous. Like what you yeah. would, what you would stand on a mountain here on earth. It really is that towering giant for the person. Yeah. And so I, I kind of have gotten to the point where I like them because I can see that sense of scale. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. it feels more real. It feels more realistic, not for the ship, but for the individual getting out of the ship and experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, is there any area in Elite that you don't get to participate in that you would like to? Something you'd like to spend more time doing in the game? Um, I do miss uh, getting involved with other players, like running missions together and stuff like that. But I'm just always so far away. <laughs> 
that, um, you know, I have done a couple of things, SPVFA, we've done a couple of meetups together. Um, and we went out to, uh, orange Phoenix's, uh, father's memorial, a couple other things. And I really like that. Um, I gotta be honest. It makes me nervous at times because I'm never around other people in the game. So when I'm, I have my flagship around other people, I'm like, you know, this is, I'm not used to being around people in this game. I'm a, like a antisocial out in the middle of the galaxy kind of guy. Um, (laughs) but I I do enjoy that and I kind of miss, you know, participating in those kind of things. So, um, hopefully as time goes on, once, um, the console release happens, my PC account, I hope to bring that back to the bubble and be a little right. more social on that, um, on that scale. Uh, gotcha. Um, I did some BGS stuff with radio sidewinder for a while. And, um, we had a couple of systems that we were trying to infiltrate and, um, I actually enjoyed that. That can be a sludge fighting a right. war back yes, and it forth. Can. Yes, it, it, can. it, it is a, <laughs> it, it can be quite and. I mean, props to the guys that were just constantly, hey, we're going for this. It's another fight, another fight. I'm like, my goodness. Okay. Like, how many times I got to take this out? And, uh, you know, but I enjoyed that overall because, you know, it was nice to play with other people. And it's something tangible. Like, you could see the control of these different places change with your name on it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So um, it's a lot of work, but I do miss that. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Even going, I think um, when I when I moved factions, going from like seventy or down to one, even the one, and the one remains a lot of work. That's a <laughs> that's a long story, but it's um, uh, BGS is BGS is a fickle mistress, and she she is fun to play with and incredibly satisfying when you get the results that you're looking for. It's, it's an all or nothing, in my opinion, Mm. you have, you have to commit to it and that's your thing. Um, if you want that system, you go for it, but you're not going to be doing anything else. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. And it's good to have like a, a group around you. Right. Um, when, when you're doing that, so doing it as part of a faction. So, um, if you, there, there there was a point that I got to where it really did at one point feel like it was just me doing it. Mm -hmm. And, um, when you become, when it becomes like that and it becomes like a second job, which it genuinely (laughs) felt like at the time, Uh um, you're not playing a game to play a game anymore. It's work. And I will always say that, look, if we, if we lose this war, we can always start it again. We can always do what we need to do to start it again. It's, it's not the end of the world. Do not break your back. Do not burn yourself out trying to do this. Um, there's a. I think this season might be psychic PSAs coming. <laughs> that must be at least the third. <laughs> for me, it was. For me, it was. Um, I felt guilty because I couldn't participate in a lot of it some of it mm. i did some of, and so they'd go out on a mission and i was like man i should be helping them out so i mean it it really kind of sucks you in once it you does, get involved yeah. with it and and it can feel that way so um like i said i enjoyed it but i i don't think i had the energy uh to be able to put into that mm. um for that extended period of time like spvfa we have uh, we work with sagittarius i and we're based mm-hmm. out of uh, the print works um, but you won't see us going out and 
and taken on anything because uh, we even discussed it at one point, the possibility of creating a faction and, and doing all that. But it comes down to it's like, uh, how much if we do this, we're not going to have any time for photography and yeah. videography and all the other things that we're actually kind of focused on doing. And, I, and like as part of the whole photography malarkey, you want to be moving around quite often. There's not really, um, there's not really. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is there is there somewhere that you would call home that you would spend the most of your time, or is there, um, is it more? If are you more of a nomad? I'm a nomad personally. I keep moving. Um, I'm always moving somewhere. Uh, whether it's toward the core or back toward the bubble. Um, every ship I own is basically an explorer ship. Um, I have a combat photography a chieftain and it's, mm-hmm. and that's like my, what I designed it for. It's, it's built with like an ungodly number of shield reinforcements and everything. Cause <laughs> I don't want to shoot. I just want to survive. So I could take a picture of whoever is not surviving. And so, you know, it's, it's, but I haven't used that in a while because I'm constantly moving. I may stop and say, hi, uh, you know, just kind of passing through town. Hey guys, how's it going? And then I'm back on the road. Um, so when you're on the road and you're out doing stuff, if you run into trouble, who is it that you turn to for advice, whether it's, I need directions, I don't know where I'm going or, oh my gosh, I'm about to get eaten by Thargoids. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> whatever I, the case might be. <laughs> so I have been fortunate. Um, my, my flagship, the Nightwish, I have never had a rebuy on her. Um, wow. she is almost coming up on four years old and I've never had a rebuy on my baby. What and so, wow, uh, she's an anaconda. I'll allow nice. this one. I'm, I, I have, <laughs> I am, I am well aware of your feelings toward the anaconda. It's um, not me. It's everyone around me that influences peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so flying the anaconda is like driving a uh, really old school bus. It, <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, man, this thing is like a bus. It just, it turns yeah. terribly. But you engineer it and set it upright, and I get yeah. sixty to seventy light years on a jump. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, this this is what I'm talking about. Um, and so my cat, my flagship, which is called the Nightwish, uh, it I have never had a rebuy on it. Um, so I am very careful. Like I have a procedure when I do a planetary approach. I have a procedure for at what altitude I set pips and everything that I've learned over time keeps me safe from hitting the ground. Right. Um, yeah. The lowest I've ever been was 10% hull. Cause I tried to land on a, like a 4g planet and I have really <laughs> crappy thrusters and right. I got down just fine, but taking off just kept <laughs> bouncing and bouncing. And yep. there were a few panic words and it was a nightmare. So I lived, <laughs> I had to limp back to a station probably five or <laughs> five or 6,000 light years away for repair. Um, but when I'm out in the middle of nowhere, I, I really just find a star, something that looks interesting and I set a course and I go, but I'm always watching like people on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, in discords, people share locations. I'm always looking for something, not necessarily to go where they went, but to see what they were looking at. So are they in like a, um, like an A or a B class star? Like what, What's some what's some things I should probably aim for um, if I want to find something similar? Because um, my ultimate goal is to find new things. I like to go places where no one has been, 
Um, I've visited a few locations that are that are nice that that people have been to before, but uh, you know, I'm looking for things that you know it's a whole undiscovered galaxy out there, and um, I'm looking for stuff that I haven't seen before and no one else has. So um, yeah. I'm always looking for things, but um, really, it's just a matter of point to a star and go. <laughs> Take my uh, yeah. my anaconda, psych it. Uh, <laughs> Look, I said I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> well, thank. I appreciate you allowing uh, allowing my uh, my baby to be part of the group. Which is why I say, like, that's that's one of the reasons, like I said, I get nervous, like when I'm with other players. I'm like, you know, oh, don't, yeah. don't hurt me, man. Like this ship, you is, don't want to, you don't want to risk that becoming the first yeah, rebuy like, for that ship. This, yeah, this, this, that makes sense. This ship is is in pristine condition, man. Don't mess with it. So yeah, yeah. do out out of curiosity, do you repair the paint job when you come across a? I do. And we've seen the okay. videos. We know. We know that yeah, that's the case. I, <laughs> so you can tell, like, there are certain videos where there's no paint. And so you can right. tell how long I've been out there. But if I dock, <laughs> I repair it. And only because I do videography with it. Uh, right. Right. And, I mean, otherwise, I think it looks good without uh, the paint on it. But I've often said I kind of wish just for photographers, videographers, content creators, I kind of feel like there should be a paint limpet that you can bring. <laughs> it should just, be part of the automated repair. Yeah. <laughs> that that should right, fix your, right. that should fix your paint as well. Or the, uh, the repair limpets, you should be able to engineer them for paint repair as well. Or a like, maybe engineer paint. Can I get paint that doesn't peel? This yeah. is the third, this is 3307. <laughs> How do I not have paint that peels? I mean, right. I'm okay with the right. cables, like the cables laying in the cockpit. <laughs> that's fine. Right. I used to be an aircraft mechanic. So I'm like, that's good because if that was that's, broken, I can get to that and fix it. Yep, exactly. But exactly. The paint chipping off, I'm like, come on, man. Like I got I got several billion credits. I'm willing to pay for premium paint. Uh, well, you will <laughs> insist on painting it chrome. <laughs> what would you yep. what would you say is your your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you while you've been playing elite oh my god um okay so i got two okay one's good one's good and one's sort of good so my fondest memory obviously is i don't know if you guys have ever heard of a location called david and goliath yes um, that was my discovery and i well, I came like out of my seat when I saw that location. Right. And that it had no name on it. I was like, oh my God, this is it. Like, this is the, like, just my ultimate discovery. Um, I called my parents to say, hey, you're not going to believe what I discovered in the late. <laughs> and they're just like, that's nice, dear. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, and I didn't want to tell anybody else because I didn't want to give the location away. So I'm like, right, okay, so, right. So I raced back to the bubble to sell the data on that thing. Yeah. But I had, I was just, it was just one of those things. I was, had us going in a straight line, going to the middle of nowhere, jumped into this system and this planet that I scanned had like these spikes sticking out of it. And I was like, man, yeah. that's my Xbox messing up again. <laughs> and, and then I saw two of them. I was like, okay, that's cool. I don't think I've ever seen mountains stick up like that. And when I got there, I just like, it was the best day ever. It's like, this is, this was one of those moments that reaffirms, you know, why I do what I do. I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I know is out there. You right. know, it's, it's out there. You just got to look for it. And 
and be purposeful about it. And so, yeah, that was that was my fondest memory. Have um, you have you visited it in Odyssey? I have not, and I have I not just seen wondering. pictures. I have heard that it's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I have not seen pictures, and I'm not currently on a trajectory to go there, so I'm far past it. Right. And gotcha. I, one day I may go back uh, once I loop back around, but right now I'm heading toward the core. So gotcha. um, I, I believe I I don't want to drop names. There was some names on Twitter that sent me and said, hey, man, it's, you know, it's flat. I'm like uh, I did a video, I actually did a YouTube video called Among the Giants. And the intention was to document that location just in case that oh, nice. the new technology took it away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's disappointing, but also I, I kind of look at it as um, a little bit refreshing because it, it's a whole new galaxy. Like everything's new. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you, ha- you almost haven't seen anything out there. And so there's got to be, I've found some really amazing places and it comes down to that scale aspect. The yeah. mountains may not reach 30 kilometers, but you get your little dude out there on the ground and it's like, wow, that's like, I built a condo here. This is nice. This is a <laughs> yeah. sun, sunset and, you know, just some really cool planets. So yeah, yeah, I haven't visited it, unfortunately. I'm sure I'll see photos at some point and yeah, I will, I will be sorrowful for a little bit, but we will move on. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> what is it that keeps you logging back into the game? Uh, hmm. There's a few things, but I'd say the unknown. Uh, yeah. There's always something to see. And um, I feel like I've made a commitment to myself uh, to keep exploring and to keep getting better. I, I enjoy the photography. It gives me a chance to uh, step out of my daily life and become somebody else. And it's a safe, it's a safer place. Like I can, you know, it's a dangerous yeah. galaxy, but this is a place I can log into and I can do what I do and nobody really bothers me with it. Um, you know, the I know that when I log in, to elite, I'm logging into kind of a bigger community that I really, really um, appreciate. Like it's a really, really good community. Yeah. And yeah. so logging in, it's like, you know, I know I can see my friends online. I'm like, we're all part of this. And um, it's just nice to be in another world for a while. Yeah. Yeah. What I will say. And never, you never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. You never yeah. know what's going to. So <clears throat> not to dominate, but. You ask, you know, fondest memories. Yeah, yeah, because um, you were going to say a second one, and we we totally do, do we you, totally got obsessed. <laughs> do you remember the gnosis? Yes, I absolutely yes. do remember the gnosis. So yours truly was on board, and it was a trap. And I, you know, uh, was it? I think it was. It might have been EDSM <laughs> that made a badge for that and said oh, I was yeah. there. It was a trap. That wasn't. Uh, um, <clears throat> That, that's not the words I have heard to describe it. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to repeat them. <laughs> uh, Spock would call it colorful metaphors. There were many yes. of them that were thrown out. So, but uh, like that, that whole thing when they were when they were hyping it up, um, I like bought a new ship and outfitted it for exploration in the cone sector. Like wow. I was prepped. I, I got up at like 3 a.m. that morning when the server tick happened. 
uh, wow. because I, I was ready to be out the gate. You were not going to be first on some of these worlds. And I actually logged in because you remember there was like an error where it published the Galnet article early. Yeah. And then, and then the mm-hmm. server caught yeah. up. I actually got off the Gnosis during the server tick. So I missed the battle <gasps> and I've managed oh. to get away and watch the battle from a distance where the server kicked back on. Wow. Um, but people were like, you know, they were being the, it wasn't the Thargoids that were killing people. It was the Gnosis that was killing people trying to get off. Yeah. yeah. And I'd never seen anything like it in my life. I just I'm like, you know what? This is probably <laughs> why I keep playing. Cause you never know what's going to happen in this game. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the Gnosis incident was a big, uh, was a big thing that, um, I was there. I managed to escape and have a kind of a popcorn seat to the carnage <laughs> that, that occurred with that particular incident. Um, I'm still hoping one day we get to go to the cone sector. I'm just the ne- honestly, yeah. the next time somebody says, Hey, we're going, I'm like, I no, I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> like I, I fell for that one once before and I got the EDSM badge to prove it. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, man. That's the, that's the one event in elite that I wish I had been there for. And uh, it was just a little before my time. It was really, really something to. I don't experience. know that necessarily it was before my time. I just I hadn't even thought about it at that yeah. point. hadn't thought about uh, hadn't thought about it. It w- would have been like twenty nineteen, whatever year. I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think so. Whatever year that was, um, actually, actually, it was like September sixth of that so- year. We just passed the anniversary. Yes, yeah, something like that, and. Um, I did, I wasn't there, but I felt the wave of salt. <laughs> I did like I think the wave of salt um was spread far and wide across the galaxy. Everyone it knew was, what was going on. It was uh it really was and you it, it, it could say salt, but it was so funny. Yeah. Like the whole thing just didn't make any sense. Yeah. And cause frontier was uh, almost frontier was in on some of this because they actually, before this happened, gave us the numbers to tell us how many commanders had docked on the noses. They knew, right. Mm. They were able, they wrote, there was like several, like several thousand commanders were ready to go. People had outfitted ships for combat to defend explorers. I mean, we were, this was a big deal. Yeah. And you know, basically it was a slaughter. Uh, but it was just, it was like, yeah, people were angry, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh, that's, that was kind of funny and we'll never do that again. And looking looking back at it with the, um, with the beautiful knowledge, knowledge of hindsight, it was hilarious. But I, I imagine for some people, it was, it was infuriating wanting to do some stuff that day and go and explore and then just not be able to leave the ship and not be able to do anything else. Cause if they're destroyed, they end up back on the nosis. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So they actually ended up on a, on a, um, they ended up on a prison ship, like 500 light years away. Really? Because, because the Gnosis, because the Gnosis was killing them because they had violated the no fire zone. Oh, that's right. right. So they were, you were mackerel. You came out of the ship as a criminal (laughs) and you went to prison. And so that was the frustrating part. It's like, okay, you got, you got these anti-Xeno guys that want to fight. That's great. But you're destroying them and sending them 500 to 1,000 light years away. They're not coming back. And they don't have <laughs> fuel scoops. 
they don't like, have they don't, don't they're have not a set for that in a in an anti-xeno ship because you're going to fly back to the gnosis and refuel because that's the reason that the mega ship bloody goes out there <laughs> exactly exactly and oh, so uh man. i i i just kind of i couldn't help i was an explorer ship i didn't even have a gun so <laughs> you know i just watched kind of the fireworks that erupted from the city but no that was a it, it's a you're like you're right in hindsight it's a fond memory but at the time it was infuriating mm. um and, but the, but to frontiers credit they worked with a lot of folks and they did fix that so eventually i think in a few hours they managed to fix the gnosis to where it wasn't killing people anymore um and you know their little thargoid interdiction story played out yeah um oh, but it's yeah a silly game isn't it it's, it's a yeah, really game something. That we all love. Wow. And, but, but that's cool. That's the that's what I love about it. That's yeah. our lore. Mm. Like, yeah. We created that. The players created that because the Gnosis could have said, Oh, we're going to the cone sector and nobody goes. But right. thousands right. of people were there and they were there to explore. They were there to, to shoot, whatever. And yeah. we and then it didn't work out. And that's made it even better than us going to the cone sector. I mean, now we've got this crazy story about how this botched Thargoid attack. <laughs> actually, the the ship that was supposed our home ship killed more people than the Thargoids. So it's just right. a really it's weird, yeah. but it's our lore. It's <laughs> yeah. ours. Yeah. So let's say time travel exists. You could go back to the very first day that you logged in as a commander and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Buy horizons. <laughs> I bought, I bought the base game without horizons. That was okay. one of my problems. Um, cause it's Xbox all, for the long, making sense now. Yeah. It, I bought the base game with no horizons. And when I went back to it, I think horizons was really cheap. It was like 15 or 20 bucks to add it. Yeah. And right. so I, I added it and the first time I landed on a planet, I'm like, oh my God, like I can, I can actually land and drive on, and this is not just a 20 yard thing. This is a whole planet I could ri- drive on. And I would have told myself to buy Horizons and don't just buy the base one because there was so much more to do. And I think that, po- I think you're right. That was part of my problem. I was kind of locked into that old style game mm-hmm. where a lot uh-huh. of people had already moved on. They'd moved on to Horizons and other things and the Thargoids. And I was just kind of left running cargo missions. Uh, an additional question, an addendum to that, if you will. Um, what advice would you give to a commander who is um, who has dabbled in taking taking some pictures, but really wants to um, uh, elevate their elite dangerous photography? Join SPVFA. What if they don't have Facebook? <laughs> So uh, you can usually find photographers. Most elite discords, Twitter accounts mm-hmm. will share photos. Um, I have not met, and I'm, I'm, I can't speak for everybody. I haven't met a commander who takes photos or does content creation that hasn't been willing to help people. Um, yeah. If somebody messages me and says, hey, how do you do this? I'll tell you. Well, I put a little bit of brightness to it because it was dark. Yeah. Or, um, you know, hey, what software do you use? We use this. This is something. Um, Snapseed. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have, um, yeah. S- Snapseed mm-hmm. is an yep. iOS app, and I think it's on Android. It's owned by Google. Um, we have people on SPVFA that do amazing work with that on their phone. 
So uh-huh. me on my Photoshop rig versus somebody on their iPhone, they can match me if they do it right. So there's all kinds of tools out there. Um, my advice for somebody who's dabbled in it and is looking to improve is um, don't silo yourself. Don't set yourself down to one yeah. method. Um, be open to different things. Um copy what's good. Like if you see a picture out there, see if you can reproduce it because if you can reproduce it, then you can reproduce it in a different location. Like if you're taking a picture of a geyser, you know, look at how somebody takes that picture, the framing, the, the angle, the lighting, and try to see if you can do the same thing. And over time, you know, you'll, you'll develop your own style. Um, Art imitates art, essentially. Yeah. Um, every Everything is copied. Like my photography style is a mix of stuff that I've seen over the years that I enjoyed seeing. Mm. Um, and I've and I've tried to recreate. But over time, it's like, okay, now I got my own style. This is how I take pictures of crystals. This is how I take pictures of geysers. And you're going to like it or not. It's just kind of how it happens. That's really that's really good advice. Um, and I can, I can draw from that in a way that um, when – when I was um, doing, I, I started doing this guardianship series, but I wanted to do a snazzy trailer where I'd gone and taken some footage of it, but I wanted to make it look like drone footage and all of that. It's silly yeah. and um, uh, a bit strange, but um, I was like, who who do I know? Who do I know? And I literally, I slid so quickly into Rini's DMs that you have no idea. <laughs> and I was like, I'm thinking about doing it X, Y, and Z way. And she was like, oh, well, you could, or you could do it this way. So, yep. um, yeah, I can attest to that, that um, we, we, we're we all like so willing to help other people, even if they've just got a little question, but there are some excellent photographers, photographers out there who will give you so much, so much help and so much information. That's cool. Re- Rini basically twisted my arm to join uh, the bird pit discord. I was <laughs> harassed. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, it was just really heartbreaking and I didn't sleep for nights because I was just being harassed yeah. by the bird pit telling me how <laughs> they were just in love with what I was doing and they had to have me as part of their cult. I mean, their clan, their group. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so, cool. you know, and I, and so I joined up and um, it was crazy. It was, I mean, like they're, you know, SPVFA and the Burr Pit, all of it. I, that's my family. Yeah, that is yeah. my. Like, yeah. I feel as close to those guys and and those girls as I do my family. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's it's it, you're right. Ask the question. Um, if somebody has an SPVFA tag on them, uh, that's typically our administrators. A lot of some our members, anybody's that's part of our group is willing to put the tag on or able to. Um, but it typically is our administrator. So if you see somebody in discord, that's got SPVFA on their name, they're probably a, a, a staff member. Somebody has been doing this a very long time. Ask the question. I don't mind. I don't mind helping people out because I can't, what is it that they figured it's like several thousand years it would take us to explore this whole galaxy. It's ridiculous. I, yeah. I don't think anybody it's is. Insane. I don't think we're ever going to see the whole thing. And it's and such so, a waste. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not going to lose anything if I teach yeah. somebody else how to take a photo. Hey, you go take photos of things that I'm not going to have time to get to and <laughs> and go for it. And it's nice to see people grow um, because there is so much talent in this community. And some people just need a little bit of an inspiration or kind of a pat on the back to reassure them that, hey, what you took, that's a great picture. Like, that's amazing. And like me, I'm my own worst critic. I absolutely despise my work. But uh 
and some people just need to hear it occasionally. And so we'll do that. I will give honest feedback and tell people, Hey, maybe try this, try that. And, um, I want to see them succeed. So really, if somebody's dabbling in this and they have questions, if they've got Facebook SPVFA is an option, if they don't, there's always somebody out there that they can reach out to, or just, I don't say plagiarize, but see what you can reproduce. And and that's a good way to practice. I, I can I can attest to Elite Dangerous Twitter being a lovely place. Just being just such a yeah. lovely place. If you, like, it really is. I, I, it's such a nice break from the rest of Twitter is Elite Dangerous. It, yeah. It's like it's like an oasis <laughs> yes. in the yep. desert. Twitter Twitter is a nightmare outside of the elite bubble. Yeah. And and yeah, so I I totally agree with you there. <laughs> but there's some phenomenal people that post pictures and video and creations on there from Elite. It's really something. Yeah, it's a, it's an absolutely amazing community. And I think that's that's something about Elite that doesn't seem to change over time. It fluctuates a little, but the vast majority of that Elite community seems to be an oasis of just good folk, which is nice. It really is. Um, I've seen people come and go. Yeah. Um, there are yeah. commanders I legitimately miss that are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But there are new commanders that have come in and they have that spark in their eye. I was like, oh, yeah. yes. Welcome to the fold, my friend. You know, yep. and say you want to bring them in and, and keep them and put them in a jar and hold them on the side and like just stay here and play the game with us. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. It really does. But there, then, then again, like you said, there's like a core. There's some people like myself, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and the community can fluctuate across, but ultimately there's always going to be a few of us here. Yeah. Speaking of the future, what are you hoping for the future of Elite Dangerous? Oh, boy. I've been thinking about this one. Um, I honestly never thought I'd get out of my SRV. So that's a that's a, definitely a plus. Um, right. I don't think elite is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I would like to see, I can't wait to see what they do with the technology of these atmospheric planets. Um, you know, if, if you actually go back and look at some of the photos of horizons planets, when they first came out, yeah. they were not, a, they were not as well-defined as they are today. Um, there have been multiple patches that affected the terrain and the textures and all those things. So, um, when it comes to Odyssey, oh my God, there's so much potential with these worlds. Um, I'd like to see some liquid on the surface, to be honest. Uh, yep. some, some of these worlds should have lakes and rivers, and um, I'd like to land on a lava world. Oh um, my nothing, gosh. Fan- nothing fancy, but some of these glowing red worlds. Um, They're my favorites. It, they are beautiful. They're and so gorgeous. I don't have to get out. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to burn to death, but I just like to at least go fly or fly over the surface and, and land on them. So, um, I'd like to see some of those locations opened up in the future. Um, you know, I, I, I like where the game is going kind of more focused on um, the co-op stuff on the ground. I really like how they're promoting that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and even offering the stuff like the NPC stuff, um, it's been janky at times, but overall you don't have to play with anybody and you can get a pretty, pretty solid combat and uh, search and rescue and infiltration experience. 
So those have been good. But yeah, I'd like to see a little, I can't wait to see more of the development of these atmospheric worlds, lakes, yeah. maybe, maybe a little bit more foliage and um, possibly some animals. I mean, you know, maybe I some think, like, did you little, guys like, make organisms like, or something, you know, possibly, I mean, you don't have to throw Jurassic world um, evolution <laughs> or something on, on the planet surface or anything, but, um, but yeah, I'd like to see that over time. Yeah. On a smaller scale, if you could have sort of one quality of life improvement um, to Elite for for yourself, that wouldn't necessarily break the game or do anything wild. But if you yourself could do, could change one little thing, just like tweak one little thing, what would it be and why? So... I want to be able to take a free a free roaming uh, video of my commander while he's walking. I want him to walk in a straight line while I pan the camera around him, and I can't do that. I even tried keyboard bindings and a couple other ways, and the minute that I disconnect the camera from him, my commander stops. And so uh, for me as a videographer, I really, mm. really want that pan shot of my commander walking with me with the camera going around him. I didn't um, even know that you couldn't do that. I can't do that. Uh, you can disconnect the camera from your commander and have them walk, but you cannot pan the camera at the same time. So um, at least I haven't figured out a way to do it. If somebody out there has a way, please let me know. I would appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but no, that that's, I, I don't have many quality of life improvements. I think uh, I really like some of the changes they've made with the, um, the exploration and discovery systems. Um, I'm the kind of guy that gets excited about stuff. Like, do you know that we used to not have an indicator in the cockpit that the freaking light was on in the front of the ship? Like that was a big update. They put a little blue indicator at the top that your lights are on. They do. Like, they do have that. Like, You're quite right. Like, it we used to not have that. We used to not have that. And you would not know you could be flying with your lights on. It's not a big deal, but it's, you know, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> But I'm the kind of guy that gets excited. I'm like, man, I got a light indicator. It's 3305. And my car, my Mazda 3 has that. And now I have an indicator. So it, little, it does little, have an indicator. That's very cool. Little, little quality of life things like that matter uh, for somebody who's in deep space and kind of likes to keep track of all the stuff they're doing. Did um, When they put the, the shield percentage on when they actually gave you a numerical shield percentage um were you one of the commanders who were like a game's broken it's in a different font oh no no <laughs> i i i no i didn't pay too much attention to that i had the I, tiniest problem with it <laughs> just I, from an aesthetic i purpose. was i was more concerned that it was off-centered i'm like really well it, um, it, the thing is the thing is it's not off center with some numbers because it wasn't right. because they <laughs> because they used they didn't use telegrammer and they use euro caps instead this is going yeah. far too deeply into it because telegrammer is um uniform all of the numbers are uniform so, so they don't change that's um that's fine it will always stay in the same place but because they use euro caps i was like why have they done that because <laughs> it's going to move it's going to constantly be in flux it was one of those things i found out before i saw it myself like i saw right. the complaining about it i'm like <laughs> really okay so maybe that had to do with it by the time i logged in i already knew it was there right. and i just kind of ignored it um, I, I, I did um 
I did mention it to somebody and then the next thing that I know um, they'd sent me a screenshot of whoever it was and I'm sorry that I don't know who you are my apologies complaining no it's a broken game it is the wrong font I was like oh my god did I sound like that I'm so sorry if I found it I didn't mean to sound like that I mean I I I might be a little bit of a stretch to say it's a broken game because yeah. of a font change. <laughs> uh, like Just we had when they did the beyond chapter four update and that changed everything. Mm. Cause we used to be, we used to be able to see the whole map. Like when you scan, when you honked a system, you could see every planet immediately yeah. on the map. Well, when they changed that, some of the, the discovery and the exploration, like indicators that would pop up on the center of the screen were truncated. They were cut. So you couldn't mm. read the whole thing. And so there was, it was like an immediate patch that they put out for it. But uh, to see people complaining about stuff like that, I'm like, hey, I've been here before. It'll be yeah. all right. They'll, they'll fix it. Like, Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like they're not going to patch it and change it or they're not going to patch it and make something, yeah. make it the best that it can be. And something they're, as simple as changing a font isn't that difficult. <laughs> they get so much grief, but they do really well. I mean, they, they actually changed the arcs button color for yeah. us. Like, that that was really nitpicky, but they changed it. They they took the community feedback and they changed the color of the button. I'm like, okay, like that stuff doesn't bother me, but it's I just think it's funny, and I and I think it's really kind of a reinforcement that you can just say that you know Frontier really does care about what's going on out here. Mm-hmm. They they listen even to the little things like, hey, my fonts your fonts wrong. They could have just said okay, whatever, and left it. Um, but they're taking care of it, so. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I was not a shield. I was I was not upset by the shield thing <laughs> that much. Um, what can we um on the grander scheme now, what can we expect from you yourself um in Elite Dangerous in the future? Oh my goodness. Uh more pictures. Pretty Yay! pictures. There will always that be pictures. Happy. There will always be pictures. <laughs> um so uh, I'm continuing with SPVFA. I actually run our, um, we have a weekly contest, so I run our weekly contest. Yeah. So continuing with SPVFA, working with the Burr Pit um, on projects. And um, for me, I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel a little more. I've done a little bit more commentary, a um, little bit more instruction. I'm trying right now to document some of the ways that we used to do things. I recently did a video on old school geology hunts uh, and Cause we used to not have a scanner and you'd have to fly over the planet. I spent six to eight hours flying over planets looking for a, a geyser site before. Yeah. Yep. And so trying to capture some of that stuff and just a little bit of general, um, just really whatever I feel like the key is I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm still doing out there every, every, uh, every Saturday. I love so, that series. Nice. Yeah, that's a good I love, one. I, I try and if I'm not busy and I see it pop up, I will try and get to a premiere because I love that you do premieres. It's so cool. Um, yes. But l- likely I will get to it on a Tuesday evening, um, like just mm-hmm. after just after Lave. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to settle in and watch it now. And it's so good. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I, yep. I appreciate the, that feedback. I, I try to do an, a premiere when I can. Um those times are typically taken up by family. So I have to make sure that I'm available to mm. do them. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoy that series. It's a, uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of document, uh, you know, and it also helps with, 
it's one of the reasons I log in. It's like, okay, got to get some footage. Got to keep going. See what <laughs> yeah, else is exactly, out there. Yep. And then I got people in the burr pit discord that just randomly messaged me. Hey, is the next episode done yet? Like, really? Like I just gave you one three hours ago. Could you, it's, I realize it's only three minutes long, but please. Just know they're probably sending those same messages to the birds about like, Hey, I know you just put out with space news 15 minutes ago, but you got anything new for us. I may or may not purposely do that to Rini. Well, I mean, they bring it on Perfect. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of mentioned this earlier but uh what what do you like to play if you're not playing elite um so i play a bunch of different stuff but my primary or my secondary game is monster hunter um i play monster hunter world on xbox and uh, right now monster hunter rise on switch so um i've been a big fan of monster hunter for years so uh my house is filled with uh small monster figures and paraphernalia from japan so uh yeah that's that's my secondary secondary love so if i'm not out exploring the galaxy i'm uh beating a giant dinosaur to death with a stick nice nice i heard that that is that going to be like part of jurassic world evolution 2 like where you can beat the dinosaurs to like the monster hunter instagram integration I think that would be a fantastic uh, crossover event. I really do. Yeah. Monster Hunter's done a few of those, but they're typically Capcom <laughs> games like Devil May Cry right. or something. Right. Um, right. Monster Hunter World had a monster called the Anjanath, and it's basically yeah. a T Rex. It's basically a T Rex. Yep. So yep. it uh, ate me many times. Yeah. It's, a, That's it's a, about as close to Jurassic Park as I think you're going to get with that one. <laughs> do, you do, do you do photography in any of the games? I do photography. In a lot of games. Okay, nice. Um, Far Cry. I love Far Cry. Far Cry such um, a good game. Far Cry 5 is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I've, I've never it, played a Far Cry it, anything. It, and, and I really appreciated kind of the psychotic cult aspect of it being mm-hmm. a, a a minister i'm like wow like <laughs> this is really something like i could see this happening this is pretty insane but um so I do photography in Far Cry, Monster Hunter as well. I've got quite a few things. Um, and then uh, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online. I have yeah. hundreds of photos from um, ESO. And um, I was kind of disappointed because there's no there's no other community as far as I'm aware of. Maybe No Man's Sky is getting there that has kind of the photography community like Elite does. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I know that No Man's Sky, um, No Man's Sky is um, really doing well with its um, its uh, photography interface as well. I've, yeah. I've, I've been playing a fair amount of it um, recently and um, been getting back into it. And the photography that you can take on No Man's Sky um, is making me want to take more photography in Elite. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I mean, there's some, it's some impressive work. I'm seeing mm. impressive work from, from a lot of them. Um, Ubisoft actually put in photo modes in the most recent Far Cry. So like mm-hmm. they the companies are catching on to the idea that, you know, there are creators out there that want to take photos. Yeah. Um, right. You know, I, for monster hunter, it was easy. It's 4k on my Xbox. So it was easy to take some kind of like massive, beautiful shot, but on the switch, it's like 320 pixels yeah. wide and <laughs> yeah i have to take 60 
images and stitch them together <laughs> to get something that's, right. high, yeah. that's high def. Um, so that's a little bit of a challenge. But no, I, if I can get the interface to disappear on a game, I will try to take a picture um, inside of it. Forza. Forza is really good at that. Ooh. Oh, Forza's beautiful. Forza. So good at taking Forza. pictures. Forza's beautiful. And it has so many great camera effects built into yeah. it. And there's um, so many... Um, uh, I'm having only played the most recent one, but I think Forza 5 is the one that's in Mexico that's due to come out. Yeah, you played the um, one that was I in the Britain. UK one, yeah. Yep. Um, like, really religiously, and I just love taking photos in that game. I'm playing about <laughs> with all the different things. They're fun. Yep, uh, that is a gorgeous series. Um, mm. I started playing that Forza Horizon 3, right. and that one was in Australia. And I like I did. I religiously played that game. I'm like, this is amazing. It's gorgeous, and it just keeps getting better. So yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. For, I'm looking forward to the one in Mexico. It looks like a lot of fun. I like the locations yeah. as well that you can take these pictures in. It's not just like it's not just oh look at the pretty car. It's like look at the pretty yeah. car and the beautiful yeah. place around it. Look yeah. at this amazing British cottage behind it. Exactly. Like forget right. forget the car. I want a picture of the house. Look at this forest. <laughs> look at this lake. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> so good. Exactly. 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 So do you ever like do photo mashups of like take a picture of your ship in Elite and put it into Monster Hunter or take a picture in Forza and combine it with another game? I tried and this I always got the scaling wrong. So yeah. it, it's really hard because like put it like I tried putting an anaconda in ESO picture. Right. And I'm like, good Lord, this thing is the size of a battleship. And, right. and yeah, everything, everything at ESO is so small mm. that it just, yep. it, it really didn't work. Good um, point. Yeah. I've done some mashups as far as just like simple shading and fading. Um, my Twitter accounts growed a little bit. So I made like this like pseudo poster of the games I play. And it's just really about a bunch of fading together um, with my commander right. and my monster hunter character and, because uh, my character in Monster Hunter, I always carry over. So he has the same name and he, I, I have like a lineage for him and he has the same hairstyle or whatever. So each game I play, he's the same dude. Um, but yeah, I've tried that. It really, I really haven't had much success with it. Um, Photoshop's gotten better with being able to cut out objects. Um, I just haven't found a really kind of a personal use for it yet. Nice. Never say never though. Well, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think we're 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 in lightning round territory, if you'll have us. Oh, bring for, it on. For the lightning round territory. Um I, I know The lightning you, round. I know that you've listened to the show before. Um we like to throw this in towards what the end. What show is fun. this? Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um we, we like to throw this And that's all the, the time end. we have for this <laughs> week and uh... <laughs> If you can do the thing and try to answer as quickly and as accurately as possible, I say accurately. You know what I mean by that <laughs> at this point. Um, if are you ready? Uh, I think. Excellent. We shall begin. What's do your it. favorite ship? Anaconda. What's That's your all the time we have ship? for this week. <laughs> <laughs> What's your least favorite ship? Mm. Oh man. My least favorite? Sidewinder. Things a piece of junk. What's the best ship in the game? Anaconda. What's the worst ship in the game? Mm, 
Side. That's the same question, Sidewinder. It's not the same question. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite station? My favorite station is Wilson Port. And your favorite system? My favorite system. Um, oh man, what's it called? I knew this. See, you had to ask me. I. Oh, I'm supposed to ask, answer this quickly, aren't you I? You are, yes. So that would be the David and Goliath system. That's my favorite. Nice. Uh, it's Cage. It's Cage O C Z N C twenty fifteen. Yep. True or false? You can get a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. True. Engineered <laughs> or vanilla modules in your ships? Um. If you don't engineer, you shouldn't be flying. <laughs> Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Long live the Empire. Yes. Who's your favorite power play leader? Ah, oh, sweet Miss Duval. Yes. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Oh, I'll call the rats. Hmm? I'm not ashamed. If you have a low hull, will you call the whole seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best, or do you suicide? Um, I will keep going and hope for the best, but I know my limits. (laughs) I will never suicide. I always call for help. True or false, there is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Um, true. Thargoids, friend, foe, or undetermined? They are our friends, and they are misunderstood. And finally, flight assist on or off? Flight assist on. Nice. Perfect. Okay. Lightning round complete. Lightning round complete. What was my sco- What's my score? We don't what's my score? Uh, we don't give out scores, but I was mentally docking scores every time that you said the anaconda was good. <laughs> so, so I failed. <laughs> So I no, failed. The anaconda. I've got like three. I've got no problem with that. I've flown mine loads. But there's something, there's some like invisible Katie sat on my shoulder telling me how bad it is. Hey, well, look on look on the bright side. I mean, your season is just starting, so you, you can only go up from here. All right. Well, this is I mean, got a bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> and you're going you're going places. This this podcast is going up. Is there anything we haven't covered or talked about today that you would like to talk about? No, I, um, this was, this has been a lot of fun. It's nice to, uh, to get to share my story. I think that's the cool thing about elite is each one of us has a story. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of them are tragic. Some of them are funny and, uh, remember the gnosis and (laughs) join SPVFA. We will teach you how to take photos, but no, I think you guys have been great. And, um, I don't have anything personally that I'd like to say. Just thank you for the opportunity to come on and inviting me. Um, of course. Sorry that you had to lower your standards so much for that. Don't, but don't you I mean, dare. it's no, we did don't the crispy tater tot episode. Like, oh, you did. <laughs> oh, you already done crispy. So yeah. yeah. So crispy well. was like our first uh, guest. <laughs> poor poor yeah. crispy. He gets so much grief from well, you guys. I mean, <laughs> I feel he, so bad. I love no, you don't. No, you don't. You know, you don't. Let's 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 not kid ourselves. You don't feel bad. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you any better, where can they find you online? So they can find me online. Um, my username is the same on pretty much all platforms. It's at cmdr exorcist. Um, and I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram and I have a Facebook page. It's, um, all of those are basically the content is synchronized across the three. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash commander exorcist spelled out. Um, and, uh, they, people can feel free to, 
to connect with me. I, I don't mind. You can send me a message, ask questions. I'll be happy to help you out. Um, I want to see the community thrive because I have seen it thrive and I think it, it does really well uh, when we all work together. And so um, I want people to reach out and ask questions because that's what I do. And um, that's what we do in SPVFA as a team. So we want to help people out. Excellent. Perfect. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with us. It's been absolutely wonderful actually being able to sit down and have a chat with you rather yeah. than little likes and interactions on what Twitter. Text, one text 160 again. character responses. Exactly. <laughs> this really is the first time that we've, that the three of us yeah, have talked. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. yeah. That's that's great. Um, yeah, I, would I mean, guess I'll... outside of the podcast, me and Mal barely talk anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you guys are consistent then. Yeah. It's like I'm not, I'm not being ostracized or something. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Well, I, thank you again. And you take care. I will see you guys out there. By far the absolute best. This is where my commander name comes from. Ever. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, and also, it, little anecdotes where he'd go, Oh yeah, well, I used to do that. I feel right. like he's had so many past lives. <laughs> and it, yep. it's so wonderful to hear. It's one of those things. It, it's like what I was talking about earlier on. It's one of those things where, um, Aside from, oh, he does beautiful um, photography and videography. Um, I knew nothing about um, about Commander Exorcist. Yep. And it was so yep. cool. It's so cool being, yep. like, finding things that we have in common with, the, with everyone. And I love it mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. The fact that, like, he was in the military, I was in the military. There's yeah. common ground there. We, you know, we both enjoy exploration in game and, and taking pictures and, you know, like, um, it's, it's just, it never, no matter how much I think I know what I'm going to hear in a conversation with another commander, it's, it's like you said, before we started this episode, it's, it never never gets dull and it never ceases to amaze me yeah <laughs> yeah and i we're so fortunate that we get to do this and that we have people asking to be on the on this show and we get to find mm -hmm. out about people how, what they love and where they where they come from we get to we get to find out all manner of origin stories um, yes do you know who I'd love to talk to? I'd love to talk to David Braben. I've said this many times. I'm manifesting I hard would this love season. to talk. Yes. I, I would love yeah. to talk to Commander Braben. I feel like that would be insanely enjoyable. I just, like we are, we are manifesting hard this season. We are very, yes. very well aware that it might not happen. Um yep. it probably yep. let's be honest, it probably won't happen. Probably but, won't happen. But but let's manifest. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so we there is something that we've put on Twitter. We put it on Twitter a little while back. Um mm -hmm. and I am going to be I'm probably going to be talking about it maybe once a day <laughs> until <laughs> until people get sick of me. <laughs> that person <laughs> specifically being David Braben and me being blocked. But um uh, <laughs> Miss Mr. Braben, we'd love to talk to you and find out more about Indeed. what you still love about elite because 
we know we yeah. we know that you do because we can see it from any time you talk about this game how passionate yeah. you are and that's yep. my elevator pitch so <laughs> it's a good one let's manifest hard let's manifest hard that is all for this week you can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website flightassistpodcast.com and you can stay up to date by following us on twitter at flightassist underscore ed remember this podcast is all about commanders and communities and that means you we'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests and if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest we need to know that too send us your information and questions on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Atom Farin, Baron Von Marlon, Commander Reese Lang, Crispy Tater Tot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Slightly Dave, Timis V2, and Tomax99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win, handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off. <laughs> <laughs>